Hello and welcome to Shrimp and Crits. This is Ian. There is no recap today. You are currently listening to our Valentine's Day special. The current arc from the last few episodes will resume on the next release Monday. We hope you enjoy. Kochika sits still and peaceful as we hear the whirring sound of a passage stirring to life. We see a small sprite of a figure fly out into the night, swaying up and down as they go with the motion of a cork bobbing in the water. We can't tell who this fairy is, but we can tell that they fly with intention. First to the small cottage-style home of Sarah Payne. She's asleep and drooling on the couch. Got her! <laughs> the light <laughs> the light of the TV illuminates her with flickering colors. It is in this light that we see a small arrow pierce her chest. Oh no. Then go we to the LaRue Wildlife Retreat. Raymond's home on the property is two stories. It was built to last by a mother hoping to build a family legacy that would stand for many generations. It looks proud, if not needing a new paint job. The fairy zips into the second story, into the bedroom of Raymond LaRue, where he sleeps like a stone unmoving, and the fairy sinks an arrow into his chest. For the final target, the sprite doesn't have to go far. They go straight into the infirmary, passing through the floor like it doesn't exist. The quarters down here are Spartan, but have been decorated with practiced runes from Ari and classic rock posters from Rooster. Ari sleeps restlessly on one of the bunks. The unknown fae aims their bow, waits for the former agent to toss and turn in a particular way, and then fires an arrow right into his heart. Joke's on you, he doesn't have a heart. (laughs) Wow. Oh my god. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm wounded. (laughs) (laughs) The three of you come to as the lights come up on a bright white studio with pink and red inlays cut into designs all around. Hearts adorn the corners of podiums, and when the producer hits the cue, heart and star-shaped pink, purple, and red spotlights bathe the entire stage in color for an effect that's weirdly menacing? A studio audience made up of all manner of fey creatures hoot and holler as the spectacle begins. to Cupid's Covert Cuties, the show where contestants get to pick their blind dates, but they don't get to peek! I love it, yeah. <laughs> they don't get to peek. <laughs> also, they don't get to pee! No bathroom bakes, babies! <laughs> Wait, so we're all just like... Here. Yep, you're all there. You're each standing behind a podium. The audience is going wild. They're very excited. The host is a sprite. Uh, and a sprite in our fiction here, I will define as... Uh, you, you, we've, we've talked about how fairies can either present as uh, very, very human, 
when they're speaking to people and trying to charm them, or they also have their, you know, eight-eyed, segmented wing form where they're smaller and more menacing and impish almost. Uh, but a sprite is sort of like a fairy that stays somewhere in between. They look more or less like tiny adult humans about the size of Claude, uh, but they have the segmented fairy wings and inky black eyes. Cupid is masculine presenting, and they are completely unclothed, except for a cloth diaper wrapped around their pelvis. <laughs> that was <laughs> such an uncomfortable <laughs> such a way to say People know where a diaper goes. Yeah, you fun. don't have to bring the pelvis into this. <laughs> I think the, the awkward pause was what was awkward. <laughs> Are we groggy because we just got woken up? No, you feel fine. You just feel you feel a longing. You feel um, oh, you feel like lately you've been alone and you're looking for love and you're hoping that you find it behind one of these three doors that you see in the middle of the stage between the host and the three of your podiums. Uh, everybody mark two harm, ignore armor. Oh God. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you all along with this longing feeling in your heart feel uh, pain. It's heartache from the arrow. Hello, Sarah and Ray Ray. It's good of you to join me in the stream. Hey, hey. hey Sarah, that's that's cool. Hey, can we really not pee? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't think he said that, Ray. Because I was literally on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> can you can you hold it till commercial break, my dude? Uh, how long's that gonna take? I mean I can. Please don't pee in my dream. <laughs> Uh shoot. Uh roll for, roll to manipulate someone. <laughs> oh my god. That is an even seven. Yeah, so they'll do it, but only if you should do something right now to show that you mean it. I'll go here if you want me to. Uh that's obviously uh not ideal. Uh and you know, we're not taping live, so it's it's all good, baby. Uh let's get the producers to pause the show, hit the lights. Uh we'll get someone to take you back to the uh the water closet, okay? The water closet? Oh my god. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> all right. I have now peed. Do you do anything? I was assuming that you made a big deal about this so you could do some uh, you know, uh, cool detective work backstage. Yeah, so did I. But I don't think that was the thing. No, Ray, no, Ray just had to pee. <laughs> you want to look around while you're back there? I don't think I do. God fucking damn it. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll take a look around on my way to the back. <laughs> it would be on my way back to. because he really had to pee. Okay, okay, okay. Then, uh, yeah, roll. why don't you roll investigate a mystery? You're still not sure if this is a bad situation, per se, because you do feel like you're looking for love. I got a another seven. Okay, hold one. I'm going to say what happened here. On the way back from the restrooms, you're kind of looking around. It has the feel of being in the wild, like you have this off-kilter feel to you, uh, like you did when you last visited uh, but everything you're seeing is incredibly modern to the overgrown. Like, it legitimately looks like a 
TV set. You do notice that while everything's pretty squeaky clean, you see that in some places on the ground there are like red splotches, uh, smears even. Um, and you can tell that they were attempted to have been, they were, someone attempted to clean them, but uh, couldn't get it all. Okay. Ari and Sarah, what are you doing while you're awkwardly standing behind these podiums? Can we see each other? Uh, yeah. It's like uh, the thing where we can't see who, yeah, okay. Yeah, what you just called? can't see what's behind the doors. It's completely yeah. enclosed. It's called the dating game. Sarah, I'm beginning to think that this is not a dream. Do you feel different? Yeah. What kind of shit is this, Ari? Well, I mean, I think that's Cupid. Is Cupid real? I mean, as real as we can see right in front of us. Is Cupid just, like, hanging out on a podium, like... <laughs> just looking at us? <laughs> um, <he's... laughs> They're absolutely getting touched up by hair and makeup. That looks like uh, Cupid, does it not? Man, I was just watching... Lord of the Rings. Again. And on my cap <laughs> yes. On I mean, Ray got me the the present, so I've been watching it. The DVDs. <laughs> Good time. You got me the DVDs. I mean, I I have to watch it. They're Blu-rays. Uh, are we wearing our regular clothes? Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, I think that you are So what we fell asleep in, I should I, I guess should you'd say. be wearing what you fell asleep in. <laughs> which is a good oh. point. What did you fall asleep <laughs> yeah. in? Hold on. <laughs> I'm tempted just to say his full outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if anybody did wear their full outfit fit to bed, it would be Ari. <laughs> yep. Just in case. Meanwhile, we might be in in not not safe for work territory with the other two. <laughs> yeah, I'm I bet for Ray's that. naked. Ray's naked. I have to say, I am I am literally in boxer briefs. What do they with have on them? On them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's some Star Wars boxer briefs. Tight. Mm. Nice. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's Sarah wearing? I think Sarah's wearing like a Hello Kitty robe <laughs> <laughs> and like really big fuzzy socks <laughs> with fuzzy slippers and just looks ridiculous. No one seems to be worried or reacting to your dress or lack thereof. Yeah, it definitely makes the most sense if I was just wearing his full normal clothes, shoes included. <laughs> and the jacket? What a monster. No wonder he sleeps bad. <laughs> uh, I would like to uh, assess the tangibility of the area around me and like try to look out and see if the crowd is full of actual beings. Yeah, I think you can investigate a mystery here. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, that is an 11 on the dice. Plus two is a 13. Wow. Thank you. Okay, hold two. Does the audience start clapping? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the audience knows that we're on break, so they're just sort of at uh, breaking off into little conversations, and there's a little bit of a murmur throughout the studio at the moment. So I want to ask, what sort of creature is it about the audience? Like, are they humans or fae or... Um, yeah, they are all sorts of creatures, and you can tell that they aren't yeah they're not disguised in any way you see you know 
you see minotaurs and geese <laughs> and um, centaurs and fawns and elves, all sorts of crazy creatures out there. I would also like to ask what happened here. Like, how did we how did we happen upon this situation? Um, yeah, you. How do I explain this? You've definitely been brought here by Cupid. You've been sort of abducted in a way. Um, but like I said, you also kind of feel like this is right. You feel like you want to be here. Um, you're interested in meeting somebody new and maybe finding the love of your life. Can I force of will that charm out of my body? <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can certainly try. Is that okay? <laughs> if I'm being charmed, I just kind of want to get rid of it. How do you do that? Uh, I'd like to try to use my force of will move and try to dispel this magic effect. I'm just going to, once I put all the pieces in place of this weird feeling of desiring love and <laughs> which is not Cupid. <laughs> I know Cupid's MO. Yeah. I'm just going to try to summon that magic from within to expel whatever has been placed upon me. All right, it's plus weird. And just for you, I failed miserably. That's three on the dice. Plus two is a five. <laughs> so now I'm super into it, which is kind of what I wanted to happen. <laughs> yeah, you um, you <laughs> even maybe... Yeah, at this point, I think you don't even remember that it's a charm. You're just like, wow, I've been alone for so long. I, um, obviously, I care for these people that I battle alongside, but... I would just really like to find a romantic partner today. Aren't you excited to see what's behind those doors, Sarah? There could be anything back there. It could be <laughs> our true oh. love. My <laughs> eyes are really big at Ari. Do I have something on my face? Ari, Please get it off before we meet anybody. Do you feel okay? Do I feel okay? I feel great, Sarah. I'm going to slap him across the face. <laughs> that was unnecessary. I slap him across the <laughs> face. <laughs> Snap out of it. Why are you in your bathrobe? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Fair. I was watching Lord of the Rings and I fell asleep on the couch and now I'm here and I want to blame you. I don't know why. Ready to fall in love? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> so I have this feeling too, though. Yeah, you just want to find the partner of your dreams today. Oh, man. You don't have your gun in that bathrobe, do you, Sarah? <laughs> no, just my taser. Okay, no, I'm just that's kidding. Good. Just I, sure. I don't have either. All right, so Ryan, when you get back up to the podium, uh, the lights and music flare again, and uh, all of the hair and makeup people standing around Cupid are kind of scurry away into the backstage area, and the lights that say... Um, uh, recording, you know, the lights that project to the audience to tell them whether or not they can laugh and clap and whatever. All right, let's take it from the top. Here we go. All right. Hello and welcome to Cupid's Covert Cuties, the show where contestants get to pick their blind dates, but they don't get to peek. I'm so excited to be here, Cupid. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> I, I just went. It was um, so I'm good. Hey, do you he's, got like he's, a? He's saying peak. You got like a shirt. 
Right, where's your... You're just naked. You're just... You're <laughs> just naked. Can we can we get can we get this man a shirt? He's from the Overgrown. He has modesty. I know it's silly. Let's get him a shirt, okay? All right, come on, Kurt. Or at least get this I'll man a shirt. One. You're the shirt I'll, guy, Kurt. I'll come take on. Take one of those things you're wearing there. I don't know, just like the combo. Get this guy a shirt diaper combo. Hey, get this guy <laughs> a shirt diaper combo right now. We don't have time for this, <laughs> Kurt. <laughs> Hey, uh, is is that Cupid? Ray, Ray, aren't you excited? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Cupid, but aren't you excited? <laughs> they're like, they're like sliding a diaper on, uh, <laughs> no, they're wrapping, they're wrapping a diaper around your pelvis as uh, you have this conversation. We're using, we're using pelvis a lot here today. Hey guys, Ryan here. We're, we're, we're overextending the pelvis today. <laughs> also, while you speak, the, somebody like starts powdering your face a little bit. <coughs> uh, no, thanks. I'm good on that. All right. Is everybody ready? Does anybody need a shirt or some another diaper or a, a funny hat? I can do, you know, whatever you need <laughs> to get this show on the row. I've got a time limit here, okay? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm I. I've never been more prepared for anything else in my life, Cupid. Good, good. That's very good. Okay. All right, let's take it from the top again. everyone else so excited about this? I failed to roll. Ray Ray is also feeling like it would be really nice to find the love of his life today. You're also feeling your regular, you know, whatever you choose for your character to feel. You're still in control. I'm not telling you what to feel. I'm just (laughs) saying there's a little nagging thing in you that's like, yeah, but what if I could find the love of my life today? I'm more concerned that Ari's just so gung ho. <laughs> <laughs> the lights flash again, and the music flares again, and the lights that say we're on, that we're recording, come on, and the audience starts screaming, and you hear yet again, "All right, oh hello, God. and welcome to Cupid's Covert Cuties, the show where contestants get to pick their blind dates, but they don't get to." I'm clapping. I'm just clapping. (laughs) Sarah's smiling and clapping. Still drunk from the night before. I'm not drunk. I'm just happy. This is so much fun. I, uh, again, I I just went. It was actually a pretty nice. Oh my God. Stop it. All right, Ray, I love you. This is showbiz. That's the rule of three. Can't make the joke again, okay? All right? <laughs> you. It's got a foot. Any winks? I, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't know you that well, so I can't uh, say I share the same feelings. Uh, I'm willing to get to know you better. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm flattered, but I'm not one of the contestants today. I'm ready to play this game. Let me just say, Ray Ray, Sarah, Ari... This is, these are, you are some of the biggest names we have ever had on our show. And the audience is just so excited to see how this game goes for you. Oh. Do any of you have any questions about the, about the rules? Uh, I would like to hear all the rules. All right. So the rules are simple. Okay. So we have the three doors here. We got three of you. Okay. You're going to get to ask questions to the person behind each door and they're going to answer your questions. 
Uh, but you don't get to see them. You don't get to say it with me. Peace. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Wait, wait. Is it three doors total? Or is it three for each of us? No, three doors each of that's see this is the thing now you can't uh, peek, remember you can't <laughs> peek. okay yeah yep we got that all right good job uh, so uh there's three doors and three of you so somebody's gonna get left with the uh you know with the the uh uh what are you what's a nice way of saying the the <laughs> the worst the option. reject <laughs> the re Oh, oh! The whole audience goes, oh. What I mean to say is somebody's going to be left reaching to the bottom of the barrel. Oh, God. That's, but that's love, baby. I fucking hope the last one is Greg. <laughs> so, Sarah, why don't we start with you? Uh, you get to ask one question to one of the three contestants. So uh, they are covert cutie number one. Covert cutie number two and covert cutie number three. Well, number three is my favorite number. Wow. (laughs) I want to know what color your hair is. (laughs) Is that how we're playing this game? (laughs) Yep. Okay. Cool. (laughs) This is the first thing that came to mind. So now our magic rooms will reach inside the minds of our cuties and deliver an answer in a completely anonymous voice. Let's hear it, Covert Cutie number three. What's your answer? My ears would. (laughs) All right. So that was informative. What an interesting question there, Sarah. Good job. Okay. uh, Our next contestant up is Ray Ray. What do you got? uh, Pick one of the cuties and ask a question. Pick one of the doors. We've been over. We've been. You we've done this. Just ask to ask a question to your potential I guess mate. I, yeah, Ari, I don't partner need this right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you need me, I'm here. I listen to the rules. <laughs> Good luck. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk later. Uh, I guess the middle door. All right, covert cutie number two. What do you got for them? I don't know, man. Like, what do you get off my case? Just <laughs> where am I supposed to talk to this person? But, uh, don't you want to meet the love of your life? Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, On live uh, television? Well, we're not live, but <laughs> it's heavily edited. I think the uh, how. Who's the best sports team in Florida? I am quite fond of the Tampa Bay Vipers. Tampa Bay Vipers? It's a pity the XFL... (laughs) It's a pity the XFL didn't work out. Wait, I think you two might be perfect for each other. Just my two cents. (laughs) Ari. Ray Ray. Yep. Okay. It's my turn next. I'm very excited. Wow, sports! It looks like, uh, I don't know, some people like sports, huh? No. Some people like sports. A lot of people like sports, man. Shaking my head. I mean, I thought the XFL had some pretty cool rules, but I mean, Tampa Bay Vipers aren't better than the 
Buccaneers. I'm ready for Ari's turn. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Let's go to our other, our third contestant, Ari Green. What's up? What's your question? Pick one of the uh, cuties and ask a question. Thank you. How are you? Um, I'm very excited and very nervous to be here. Don't be nervous. This is all fun and games until somebody gets heartbroken. My heart does ache. I thought you were about to say until somebody gets hard. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Which door hasn't been picked? One. Thank you, Cupid. I I happen to have a question for the cutie behind door number one. All right, go ahead, cowboy. Thank you. If you could vacation anywhere in the wild or in the overgrown, where would that be and why? Ray is staring at Ari. <laughs> this is the best fun I've had recording in, ever. In such a manner. Just staring at door number one patiently. I don't know. I mean, I feel as though there's two, uh, there's two halves of my personality. Uh, one half of me would like to do something athletic and, and active, and mm-hmm. another part would just like to sit under a nice fruit tree and enjoy some, uh, some delicious, uh, pieces of nature. Well said. Thank you. You mean like broccoli? Broccoli doesn't grow on a tree. It does in the wild. It does in the wild. But it's a piece of nature. I don't know. That's true. Um, Wow, that was uh, actually how this game's supposed to be played. So good job, Ari. You're welcome. I listened to the rules. With that, we're gonna we're gonna switch (laughs) this round up. We're gonna go right back to Ray Ray. What's your question, Ray Ray? This round. I was not expecting this. How exciting. And since we're moving into round two, uh, you should know that at any point, if you feel like your heart is set, you can just go on and open one of those doors. That's how we do it. How do you feel about the one you were speaking to, Ray Ray? Uh, do I have to open another door? Or? No, you don't open any door until you're ready to, to find the love of your life back there. You're doing great. Am I supposed to still talk to this one? No, you can pick whatever one you want. He was in the bathroom when the rules. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess... Uh, You're trying to get to know the love of your life here. You have to ask all of them different questions. It's important that you ask a wide variety of questions, spanning several topics. I guess door one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I—I I guess since you're trying to get a broad overview of all these con- of all these cuties, let me just go ahead and 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 summarize what we've learned so far. For cutie number one, we know that they have a a dueling personality. Some sometimes they like active dates. Sometimes they like relaxing dates, eating fresh fruits. We know that covert cutie number two likes uh, XFL and their favorite team is the Tampa Bay Vipers. And we know that covert cutie number three has red hair. How exciting. It is exciting. This is the most fun I've had in my entire life. <laughs> Ray very slowly turns his head to Ari. <laughs> Just gives him a glare. All right. Put a put a question in the barrel of your love gun and fire away, baby. <laughs> well, that seems inappropriate. But Not that love gun. You're wearing a diaper to protect us from that one. Oh, Jesus. If we were at a buffet, what would you put on your plate? 
We're also go going like Golden Corral rules where they got, you know, like a little bit of everything. There are rules at Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> I would go for whatever the freshest looking produce on the buffet is. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just, oh, just, God. <laughs> A pencil, so a pencil on Ryan's podium crosses, <laughs> crosses off number one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, we bounced it back to Ray Ray. Now we're reverse, reverse, right back to Ari Green. What's your question for round two, baby? Is there a reason Sarah has not come to go again, I feel? I don't think Hubert likes my questions. <laughs> oh, yeah, you think you have bad questions. She went first last time. She's going last this time. Don't don't question my host ability. That's the reason why they hired me in this role. <laughs> oh, she's quite mundane, and you can forget about her easily. Hey. I think there's something kind of spooky about her, if you ask me. That's <laughs> the devil that resides within her psyche. <laughs> uh, I didn't think it'd be my turn again. I haven't thought of another good question. Let me ask this. No one's a passenger on this ride, are you? Better be ready to go. Um, contestant number three, I need to know, have you ever been brought in for a tribunal? <laughs> and if so, for what crimes? Oh <laughs> <laughs> and if so, for what crimes? Take your time. Um, Cupid, am I obligated to answer this question? <laughs> of course you are don't you want to find love just like our special contestants here um okay um i was in possession of some <clears throat> um contraband materials uh from the overgrown and i apparently unknowingly violated the proclamations of the fae but i was let off with a warning you sound quite like a friend of mine, actually. Wow, that was uh, weirdly pointed. <laughs> uh, back to Sarah. It's time for you, our big, uh, our big, uh, big, uh, big, uh, big. I was doing so well until now, and now I short circuited. <laughs> Are you a robot? That's right. I'm a robot. Twist ending. It's over. <laughs> Powering down. <laughs> All right, back to Sarah. Sarah, what you got for our three contestants? My question is for lover number two. <laughs> I think they're called cutie cuties. number two. <laughs> Whatever. The fuck. <laughs> Interesting. Cutie. Interesting choice two. of words, Sarah. What is your favorite Lord of the Rings movie, and why is it Return of the King? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is Return of the King because I just love movies that win Oscars. <laughs> Plus all those beautiful stone buildings. <laughs> I don't want to overstep my bounds, Sarah, but this contestant sounds right up your alley. <laughs> I mean, the, it's really the architecture of Lord of the Rings that makes it shine to me. The the fantastical buildings you couldn't you just couldn't make something like that unless you lived in somewhere as uh as mysterious as middle earth <laughs> contestant two is winning me over <laughs> <laughs> what a thrilling round two that just was are you guys as excited as i am and uh they turn to the audience who just fucking goes nuts man yes i am thank you for asking <laughs> all right 
Yes. Ray Ray. Why are you not having a good time? Does the diaper itch? <laughs> oh my god. No, I have boxer boots. <laughs> <laughs> the shirt they put on you, by the way, is probably like a uh... FAE TV logo. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a yeah, it's an oversized FAE TV T-shirt. It kind of looks like you're like a like a four-year-old <laughs> wearing a diaper <laughs> and a giant T-shirt. <laughs> so going into round two, let me review covert cutie number one. We know that they like that they have a two-part personality, and they like fresh fruit and produce. Now, Covert Cutie number two, we know, likes the big buildings in Lord of the Rings <laughs> and prefers Return of the King because it won a lot of Oscars. Covert Cutie number three, we know, was on trial for <laughs> for contraband materials from the Overgrown. Oh, and, and their hair is Red. Let's keep the next uh, round of questions light. How about that, folks? <laughs> uh, um, we're going to sling it right on back to, to Ari for this one, because he hasn't been first yet. My burning question is for the cutie behind door number two. Now, I enjoy the colors green and blue. If if you were a color, what what color would you be? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you never told me that before. <laughs> <laughs> I love green and blue. It's kind of my whole aesthetic. I mean, same. Yeah, that's why we get along so well. Honestly, I'm right there with you with the green, baby. I know. I think I I may have seen that coming. I it was a loaded question. I admit, but I'm happy to know it. Thank you. Well, now that yeah. you ask, I'm actually also a big fan of aquamarine. You know, like <laughs> That's a nice color. it's kind of like it's kind of like green and blue. Again, the intention of the game isn't to necessarily ask uh, each other questions because uh, I figured you'd know each other pretty well at this point. Yeah, we don't have. We're usually doing like dangerous things. So there's yeah, not much we, time. We for spend this, a yeah. lot. Of, we we spend a lot of time on the road. We well, can't really for monsters in the and... heat of the moment. Just you know, yeah. we don't we don't have. It's, it's actually nice to have a break. To figure out what we want to do well it's a good thing you're not in a dangerous situation right now and they turn to the audience and wink uh Ari Ari Ray if this is about the contestant behind door number one I'm sorry but I'm leaning heavily in that direction there were some signs backstage that weren't great like do not enter signs what do you like someone dies. I'd like to take this opportunity to tell the audience about me diapies, the best subscription <laughs> service for great, great diapers that wrap tightly around your pelvis. Ray makes the cutthroat across the throat and just like blood dripping down motion. It's like, <laughs> and, like points dramatic. to the back. Honestly, we should play charades sometime. We're quite good at it. Once we're done finding the love of our life, we should investigate what is happening behind the scenes you're correct Sarah's just looking back and forth between you hey Ari you know how you like paintball mode yes it's not turned on back there 
No, I fully understand what you're telling me, Ray Ray, but if somebody has died, they're not going to become more dead. We can figure this out afterwards. Isn't that right, Sarah? After we find the love of our lives. Exactly, you understand. Ray Ray, what are you not picking up about this? Can I get a new diaper? No, you gotta keep a fresh diaper. Yeah, of course. I totally get it. You sweat and it starts to look a little gray instead of bright white. Me diabetes might be the funniest thing I've ever Happy Valentine's Happy Valentine's Day to all my little shrimpies out there. Oh God. <laughs> I'm feeling fun and flirty today. <laughs> Happy Love Day. So we're doing we're in the middle of a giveaway. We are giving away a poster of the Gullicochica Gator Man saying dang in all of his glory, drawn by the wonderful Davin Gar- Garber. <laughs> drawn by the wonderful Davin Gerber. Uh, we've also partnered with Evil Hat to give away three digital copies of Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. Uh, to enter, all you have to do is subscribe to our brand new Patreon, which launched two weeks ago today. Um, and if that's not your thing, don't worry. You can also enter for free by tweeting or posting on Instagram using the hashtag SHRIMPANDCRITSDANG. Uh, DANG in all caps, please. And we will announce the winners on our next episode, February 28th. And if you want to see a preview of that poster, you can find it on our Twitter, Instagram, and that's about it, probably. You can find it on our Twitter or Instagram. If you would like to send us postcards, we like them. We do. I won't receive them, but Ian (laughs) can get them at P.O. Box 60934, Nashville, Tennessee. Zip code. (laughs) Sorry. I was like, area code or zip code? 37206. Typically here we will run another podcast promo as a kind of a swap situation where we mutually benefit and they play our commercial, we play theirs. Uh, but instead, this uh in this episode, in honor of Black History Month, we're going to mention a few podcasts with black creators that you should go and put your ears on. A few we wanted to mention were Blackness and Dragons, Ever Realm Adventures. Secret Nerd Podcast, Blurred of Mouth Podcast, and Rolling D's 20s. Fuck, Rolling D's 20s is great. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> we want to take some time to thank our new patrons, people who have joined our Patreon. Hello, baby. <laughs> You're all our new Valentines. <laughs> yes. Everybody, uh, unwrap your sweet treats and see what names are inside. <laughs> we want to thank Lucifer Sam, 
Ryan P, J L, J R S, and Chloe. As well as Mr. F, Kirk L, Don C, <laughs> Arthur G, and Morgan S. <laughs> Arthur G. Arthur G. Don C. Susanna L, H. Miller, Laura M, Kylie C, M. <laughs> Just M. <laughs> M. Also, Sarah H, Grace A, Alex C, David L, and Dev M. Seriously, the reception was way better than we hoped, so thank you all for your support. It means so, so much. If you want to get your name read on the show as well, you can sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash forward slash who knows. Shrimp and crits. Uh, actually, nowadays, both work. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I didn't know that. True true, true story. Now You can now find us work. at Patreon backslash or forward slash shrimp and crits. If you haven't already, rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. Remember that we release bi-weekly on Mondays, and our next episode comes out February 28th. We will see you then. We still love stars. We still love stars. I made that real fun joke about how I didn't care about stars and to give me money, but I would like to have both of them. <laughs> I would just like to mm. have both of those so you could give us money. It's a healthy diet of stars and We'd money. We'd like to have our cake money. and eat it too. I would like some cheesecake, stars, greedy and, uh, money. <laughs> greedy! And I can't have any of that unless you give me money and stars, and so I can buy cheesecake. I hope everybody enjoys the Valentine's Day special, and I hope you all get laid. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Oh no. back from commercial our little breaky brew so are you guys ready to find the love of your life behind one of these doors that each contain a lovely little covert cutie i think i am nearly prepared yes we are smack dab right in the middle of round three. Oh wow we're fucking blazing through this oh god i'm so sorry um kurt i'm sorry okay i know we talked about this all right, the kids in the audience. I get it. Okay, yeah, we'll cut it out. It's fine. I have water. Do you need any water? <laughs> I'm I'm fine. I don't drink water. That's a Sprite thing. I only drink <laughs> lemon lime sodas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really you need you really need to drink water. That's probably why you're so small. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going back to our our wonderful contestant, Sarah Payne. What is your question for round three? I can't stress enough. You really need the water is important for no matter what plane you live on. Duly noted. I'll ask my primary care about it. Everything needs water. <laughs> Sarah, you're holding up the game. Please. Keep I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm holding up the game. I'm holding up the game. You're too close to the microphone. Take a step back. It's bad for TV. Am I? We're getting some feedback on your microphone, Sarah. <laughs> Could you just step it back a little bit? 
my question is for cutie number one. All right, fire it away from the sky like rain. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> that doesn't make any what? sense. What? <laughs> Are you more of a dog person or oh a cat God. person? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> the most boring human These are real <laughs> questions. <laughs> oh, I really prefer to work alone. <laughs> that is a strange way to answer that question, isn't it? Sarah? That was not what I was expecting, but okay. That means they're a cat person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That never laughs> really By default, that's a cat person. Wow. So, so far, Sarah's asked about hair colors, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, and dogs and cats. <laughs> it's a wonder she doesn't already have the love of her life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cupid got you so bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Raymond, you're up, buddy. Uh, I I guess I'll talk to number two. Hey, uh, you remember that time we convinced Roos that there was a leprechaun in the St. Anne lighthouse? And then Dump was hiding in the uh, upstairs yeah, scared the hell out of him. Cupid, along with the entire audience in, in tandem, goes, Aww. <laughs> Let's hear what covert cutie number two has to say. I'm sorry, but you must have me confused for someone else. Yeah. Yeah, I think I do. Uh, everything okay over there, bud? Has your memory been affected, Ray Ray? You know, Ari, I don't think it has. Uh, am I getting a? Am I getting the read that you're ready to pick a door, Raymond? <laughs> I think it's, I think he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where's Where's the exit? How do I get out of here? Uh oh oh no, that's not. Uh, <laughs> that wouldn't play well with. Like, can you just play along and pick a? You know, you wouldn't play well with the audience if you just. Um, you have to find the love of your life, everybody. Sorry, I found her a long time ago. I'm gonna wait for that one. How uh, how can I get out of here? Uh, um, well, uh, while you think this, think uh, through whether or not this is right for you, why don't you can just walk back where the bathrooms are and t- talk to the producer, uh, uh, C- Kurt? <laughs> incoming back there. <laughs> um. Yeah, so with that, on to round four. What a crazy game we've had so far. Sarah's clapping. This is the most exciting, <laughs> exciting round. Round four is always the best. Ray Ray, do you walk off the stage? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm going to go talk to Kurt. I'm just, I need to get out of here. As Ray Ray walks backstage, the music begins and the audience is cued to clap. <laughs> and the lights flash again. And the stage is quite loud. It's loud to be up there. They have strong PAs and everything. And as you walk backstage, the noise sorts of sort of starts to fade. And uh, back in that back hallway, the producer Kurt comes up to you. And uh, Kurt is—I mean, you've seen Kurt. They've been uh, uh, dressing you and whatnot. But uh, Kurt has uh, Kurt is a fairy, not a sprite. Uh, but Kurt has like a headpiece, a headset, 
and a clipboard. And yeah, they come up to you and they're like, what's the deal, bud? Everything okay? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything's fine. It was all very fine. I'm just ready to go home. Oh, well, we're producing a a show here. You got to at least, you know, give the people what they want. Can you play it? Can you can you play along out there for me, buddy? He pats you on the shoulder. Uh, yeah, no, I, I just think I need to go. This isn't this ain't the place for me. Yeah, yeah. I. They look wistfully into the distance, as if remembering a lost love of their own, and and they look at you and say, Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get it. Okay, well, yeah. There's the break. There's the break room right there. Um, uh, you can wait there for your friends to get done. Is that cool? Then we'll take y'all home together. Hopefully some of you will have found found love. You're taking back someone with you. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll but not you, old pal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm not good with this sort of thing, so. It's fine. I'll I'll wait here. Okay. There's sandwiches back there. I, I know you didn't get to wait back there for the show. sandwiches back there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got, like, y'all got chips? Oh, um... Well, well, because of the nature of uh, things, you know, um, we didn't get to get a rider from you guys because you were kind of brought here, but, you know, uh, so we didn't get chips, but the sandwiches. Enjoy the sandwiches. And M&M's. <laughs> sandwiches and M&M's? You got M&M's and not chips? You can't eat a sandwich without a chip. You can't put M&M's on a sandwich. Oh, my friend, you, you've never had... You've never had a, a gobbleberry before on a sandwich, then, because you don't need chips for that gobbleberry. <laughs> That'll fill you right up. All right, where the hell did you come from? <laughs> I wanted a sandwich. <laughs> Ray, Ray goes to enjoy the sandwiches. Ray, Ray leaves. Classic. <laughs> I leave. All right. After that last, uh, after that brief musical break, we're going into round number four. <laughs> it usually doesn't last this long without someone picking a door, but you know, <laughs> this show is a wild experience. I have never seen Melton John play live before. That was a fantastic <laughs> performance. <laughs> Sorry, you set me up. Sarah, do you want the excess covert cutie or? You mean excess? Well, Ray Ray is not no longer playing the game, so. Oh, oh you two? can't pick two. You still can't <laughs> pick two. Don't get greedy. Come on. Yeah, I, was just, I was asking if Sarah won. Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> You're crazy, Ari. I thought you were a rules guy. I was not prepared for Raven to leave. Everything has been torn asunder. Are we asking more questions? Oh, yeah, it's round four. That's right. I have to pick one of you to go first. Gosh, that's tough. Which one of you wants it? You know, you got to want it. I think Sarah I wants it. I mean, I got it. a good question. All right, Sarah, let's go with the question. Oh, should I review the information for from the previous rounds, or do you guys got it? I've been taking notes. Uh, we, review we it, haven't. please. Oh, never mind. I <laughs> oh, so I've been in that scenario where notes. someone says they're good, and then you feel like, well, I need a review, but I don't want to be the one to ask. <laughs> okay, here we go. So Covert Cutie, number one, has this dual personality aesthetic. They're one part <laughs> athletic, one part chill under a tree. It's wonderful. They like fresh fruits and produce, and they prefer no pets. Covert Cutie number two loves Return of the King over all the other Lord of the Rings movies. They like it for the architecture and Oscars. They like the color green, and they 
They like the XFL team from Tampa Bay. Good. Okay, cover cutie number three has red hair, has been on trial, and has not been asked a third question. Sad. (laughs) My question is for door number two again, because why not? Wow, number two, you're popular today. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. If you could give yourself a nickname, what nickname would you want people to call you? I just like a partner that calls me Stone Cold Sexy. It's Greg. <laughs> I'm not I'm not anyone that you know. Stop trying to put that shit on me. <laughs> I don't know. Contestant number three does sound a bit like Sorcha. I am going to open door two. Can I just do oh that? Oh my god, are you ready? I'm so ready. I'm so impressed by you, Sarah. <laughs> this is the most proud of you I have ever been. They had me at Return of the King. Okay, yeah, you open up this door and you um, are uh, sort of pulled inside. I mean, you want to go, so it's um, fine. But <laughs> um, but yeah, you're pulled inside and the door shuts as far as Ari sees. Good luck, Sarah. Oh, no. So, Ari, you see Sarah disappear behind door number two, and um, <clears throat> and the lights flare again. The music, the music stabs, and the, the song is growing on me. The crowd goes wild, and uh, Cupid looks at you and says, "Okay, Ari, you're the last contestant standing. If uh, wait, hang on, Kurt, Kurt, you got he's not." He's not coming back. Oh, God. Okay. All right, Ari, uh, you're the last contestant. You know what that means, uh, or maybe you don't. don't. I don't know what that means. Please tell me. I'm on the edge of my seat. It means you have one question, and then you got to pick either door one or door three. But I think I know what you're going with. You have no idea what I could be going with, Cupid. Um, okay, well, I wasn't trying to threaten you or anything. <laughs> Covert cutie number one. You've met the other cuties, correct? What separate Is that your question? The... Nope, it is the start <laughs> of my longer question. All right. It was a rhetorical question. What separates you from the other covert cuties? When it comes down to it. When it comes down to the wire, it doesn't matter what I need to do. Uh, Yeah, go on. I will do it. Wow, everybody, that must be a sex thing. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) The crowd just goes bonkers. (laughs) All the kids in the crowd from earlier. Oh, it. damn it. Sorry, Kurt. <laughs> Cupid, I think that I've made my decision. Oh? Cupid, I would like to choose door number one, please. Oh, boy. The audience is so excited. Go up and open that door, my friend. Didn't mean to friend zone you there. <laughs> Except I did. It's okay. Cupid, can I ask you a question before I leave? Me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What happens to the covert cutie in room number three? Did they get to go back home? Like, you know, like anyone here in the audience? Well, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> and I go to room number one. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You are pulled in, as Sarah was. Sarah, you find yourself 
in a small room with a figure in front of you. This figure is a woman with a curvaceous body. And you look at her face, and she is very pretty. Um, she's got this really nice kind of head wrap thing going, and she's wearing a, a form-fitting dress, and uh, she looks at you with these very intense eyes. Oh, hello. <laughs> hey there, Sarah. Shake hands or something? What is happening? It's time for our little date, Sarah. I'm glad you picked me. What's your name? My name's Gaia. You feel your elbow starts to itch. That's very specific. I'm concerned with that. <laughs> like Gaia as in like goddess of the earth? It is a very regal name. I find it to be a bit overdramatic myself, but it was given to me nonetheless. I mean, it's very pretty. Thank you. The audience wants to know what uh, we're going to do in here, Sarah. They're watching. Gross. Ew. <laughs> and your your elbow starts to feel uh like like almost like you have a scab like when you bend it it um oh, you feel your skin breaking a little bit. What is happening? She takes a step uh closer to you. Uh why don't you read a bad situation? I was about to say I think I want to step back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Read a bad situation plus sharp. Very little rolling, I realized. <laughs> yeah. It's an eight. Um, okay, hold one. I'm gonna say, what's my best way out? Because I don't like this. <laughs> you step back and you <clears throat> press your back up against a blank wall. And you feel no seams along this wall. You feel that there is not a door behind you any longer. And you do see a door uh, behind Gaia. When you press up against this door uh you now realize you can't move you can you can no longer bend your elbow it's stuck in whatever position it was uh when you were holding it and you finally look over uh, because her gaze was so intense it was tough to break and you see that your skin is uh hard and stone and gray and uh it seems to be slowly spreading up towards your hand and up towards your shoulder Yep, this is a nightmare. <laughs> Gaia looks at you and she pulls back her uh, headdress to reveal her um, hair is a head of writhing and wriggling snakes. And her curt smile turns to a menacing one. And she reveals um, that kind of under a shawl of her dress, she's holding a, uh, a rather old looking kind of ceremonial knife and with that we'll cut back to ari oh god <laughs> so ari similar situation so excited <laughs> you find yourself in a small room on the other side of which is crete the satyr who you trained with in the fae in your early days you were always terrible at being coy crete i could tell it was you from the start he signs to you, and it, and it says something to the effect of, I wish I could say it's nice to see you again, but you know things didn't end well between us. Tell me, Crete, are you here for me, for Cupid, or for Goodfellow? He signs, I'm here, with a slight hesitation, for you, Ari. 
he pulls out a cloth that seems to be wrapped around a bundle of herbs, and uh, he uses a small stone um, against a flint on his belt and strikes it to light the thing on fire and uh, begins to trace a rune in smoke in the air. I thought we were about to smoke a giant joint. That's way cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I identify this rune? I guess this is investigative mystery. Right. Uh, What can it do, right? What can the rune do? Right. Assuming. Okay. Let's see. That is five on the dice. Plus two is seven. That's all I need. What can it do? The rune, specifically. Uh, yeah, you right off the bat notice that it's not one of your uh, runes that you were taught in the FAE. That this is a uh, rune from sort of a different dialect of Fey language, uh, specifically uh, from the Winter Court. And um, you see this as the Winter Court's um, alternative to the rune to uh, try and trap a person or creature. Um, and as you notice this, you feel cold around your ankles, and ice is beginning to form there. You're a little late on this one, where you meant for Ray Ray. And I'd like to try to force of will against his effect. Great. Okay, roll it. It's plus Assuming weird, is that right? It is plus weird. Let's fingers crossed, everybody. That's seven on the dice. Plus two is nine. So on a 7 to 9, I take one harm as the strain of the magic unravels you. But I do do it. Yeah, the the harm here is going to come from an ice spike that hits your shoulder. I think that he uh, knew that you would try to resist the spell around your ankles. And he flings an ice spike from a palm at you, and it sticks into you. And uh, he is charging at you as you uh, move away from where the ice was forming uh, but with that we're going to go to <laughs> to ray ray <laughs> see what happens here great because uh, i like that we left both sarah and ari in a suspenseful <laughs> situation and ray ray's just <laughs> out in and the lobby I'm trying to find the sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> the sandwiches are on a table in the break room and they are very good this berry this gobbleberry uh tastes like roast beef but it is very clearly like the texture of a tomato Um, it's definitely a piece of fruit or vegetable whichever side you're on of the tomato argument (laughs) i mean i'm on the actual side where it's a fruit i know it's a fruit but you know people like to talk about it it's a root (laughs) it's a fruit there's no (laughs) doubt about it so i'll take the fruit sandwich it's a delicious sandwich, and you sit down, and the couch is very comfortable, and there's a TV screen that shows the taping. It shows what you, what the audience is seeing. And you see Sarah goes into the door, uh, door number two, and you see the camera zoom in on Ari and, as Cupid asks him what exactly he's going to do, um, tells him he has one more question and whatnot. Uh, is there anything in particular you're doing other than eating the sandwich? Uh, yeah. Are there any? Do I notice any more blood stains? Like, well, any more stains or anything 
out of the ordinary. Yeah, I think at this point it's probably read a bad situation. Okay. That is a 13. Okay, shit. Roll, no, roll roll nothing. Hold three. <laughs> roll again. I don't like 13. <laughs> yeah, roll again. Not, too good. Yeah, too good I don't even in. have that good of a read a bad situation. That's two sixes. <laughs> nice. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed yet? You kind of, you're wa- watching the show, rolling your eyes at Ari and eating this sandwich, and you kind of like glance around and you see that back out in the hallway that leads away from, it connects the um, the studio and then whatever's all the way down the hallway. You see, you feel maybe a draft of cold air and you see sort of a smattering of um, rather cartoon looking, you know, very intentionally designed snowflakes sort of float down the hallway into the studio. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what's the best way to protect the victims? um yeah yeah this sort of yeah this is sort of both situations you you now see ari enter door number one and you see uh cupid look at the audience and look at the cameras and say (laughs) all right everybody as you know this is where the real fun begins let's see how they handle their first date with their true love and you see that the camera then cuts to the inside of these rooms, and you see what just happened to Sarah and what just happened to Ari, sort of um, cutting back between the scenes in tandem. And what's my best way in? Um, your best way in, you have already seen sort of the inner workings of behind the studio, or, you know, behind the stage. You remember seeing doors on the back of the stage wherever the rooms where the contestants, where the covert cuties were. Ray will stand. Well, I think I need to use the bathroom again. (laughs) To no one? You just say that to no one? (laughs) You just announce that? There's like an in, maybe the yeah maybe there's an intern in the room and well at this rate I'm I'm thinking I'm being filmed too. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) You're like in the wrestling show. You're like the wrestler that comes from backstage with a chair in his hand. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to go to the bathroom and use the sink. I think there is a an intern in the room and they look at you and sort of, okay, all right, that's fine. So I'd like to go to the bathroom, use the sink, <laughs> make that bathroom a little wet. Sure. I'm sorry. He's transforming. You're <laughs> just describing it strangely. <laughs> what else is new? And I will head into Sarah's room. Well, the room that I think Sarah went into. Great. So Ray Ray gave himself a quick swirly and (laughs) emerges as the Gullic Gochika Gator Man. We'll cut back to Sarah now. Uh, Sarah, you are being approached and the stone is now has now uh, traveled across your wrist and is approaching your hand and it's hit your shoulder as well. What do you do as she approaches you with this knife? I want to telekinesis her away from me. Okay. Um, Roll roll plus weird, but minus one, because your hands that you use for this are... One of your arms is entirely immobile. Uh, You can still kind of bend your fingers, but it's an awkward motion. Stiff joints. 
Okay, Ari. I was going to say, that's what Ari would say. Like <laughs> <laughs> I said it all sad and everything. Stiff joints. Shit. That might as well be snake eyes. Okay. Might as well be snake eyes, because it's a two and a one, so it's a five all day. You hear in the recesses of your mind. <laughs> as, as the devil leaves you. Um, high and dry here and the gorgon gaia the gorgon here reaches her knife out and stabs it into you um <sighs> pinning you up against the wall uh take one harm i've been shot a lot but i don't think i've been stabbed in a <laughs> long time and her eyes are squinted and she looks at you with delight and now you see even reptilian features um on her uh beautiful face uh, as she presses this knife into your uh, into your abdomen, love hurts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> I love, love it here. Love hurts. Love hurts. <laughs> the door at the on the back of this room on the far side of this room from you bursts open and the Gullicochica Gator Man is standing there. Uh, come, uh, hopefully come to your rescue. And yeah, Ray, you see, uh, Cover your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you see Sarah with her I'm stone prepared for this, <laughs> with her stone arm off to the side and, uh, a dagger stabbed into her, her, and the Gorgon looks around, and her eyes go wide, and she just wildly starts to try and make eye contact with you. I'm going to close my eyes and just fucking spear her. It's fair, because you have talked about Gorgons before, so, or Medusas, or whatever. Medusas. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's cut to, uh, well, let's play this out. Uh, yeah, what do you, what do, you do? I'm going to close my eyes and just run towards the Gorgon, and just try to fucking bite at it. I'll take minus whatever. <laughs> sure, sure. And you're trying to kick some ass. I would say, because you have your eyes closed, take minus two. I mean, you can't really see where you're going here, so. That's that's fine. All right. Come on, baby. That'll do it. <laughs> That's a nine. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you're going to do your harm to each other. And what is your bite? Is it four harm? Uh, my bite is four harm, ignore armor. Describe to me how you kill the Gorgon. Oh, damn, that's a, that's a weak-ass Gorgon. <laughs> that's my girlfriend. Don't talk about her like that. <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> yeah, I think I just, I just see the Gorgon going for Sarah, and I see Sarah's, like, stone arm. And I just close my eyes and I just find the throat. Like I just look at its throat and just kind of run as quickly as I can up to it. Yeah. Uh, her knife nicks you in this process, although it does no damage because of your armor. Um, and you tear into her and she slumps to the ground. Uh, her um, violet blood sort of uh, dripping all over your your maw. You solved his Gorgon mystery. Sarah can open. Sarah can open my eyes. Yes, I think she's dead. I told you the Medusa was a thing. <laughs> I told you that. 
so we'll cut back to Ari. Uh, Ari, um, Crete is charging at you with his horns ahead of him, and you just got iced in the shoulder. Uh, and describe the room again for me. It's just a very blank, very blank, small room. Is there furniture? Uh, no furniture. No furniture, just a blank, small room. That's fun. It's uh, built for you to just be murdered in here. Oh, it's a murder mm-hmm. room. You should have said that. <laughs> um, do I have my? I don't have my sword, do I? Um, do you sleep with your sword? I wouldn't you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have your sword. Unfortunately, seems like Cupid wouldn't bring you with your sword <laughs> into their murder dungeon. Yeah, that tracks. I don't know if I can even do much magic then other than dispelling his if there's nothing I can manipulate or the sword to do my big hit. So I think I am going to try to roll out of the way of his charge. Firstly, first and foremost. Okay. Roll act under pressure. Is it definitely because of a creature? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm Five on the dice plus two is seven. Narrowly, narrowly escaped. Oh, beautiful. Um, Isn't it just so he's going he's going to hit you with his uh, headbutt. uh, Not full on, but he hits you in the arm and you don't take the full harm. You're only going to take two harm. Cool. Uh, But your but your arm is broken just like it was. Uh, when you were young, training with uh, training with your new companion. Since I kind of cast from within, I want to try to trap him, but by just enhancing my strength with magic, if that makes sense. Like, hold him, go around him and swing, I guess, my good arm around his neck or something and just try to hold on to him behind him so he can't gore me like that, you know? Oh. Okay, yeah, roll plus weird. Yeah, let's try it. Well, that's three on the dice. Plus two is a five. Oof. Ari might die on Valentine's. (laughs) Yeah, Ari, you're going to uh, attempt this, and the runes on your arms and hands glow with this multicolored light that's sometimes gold, and sometimes a lot of things that you've seen uh, from the discs magic. Uh, And for that reason, it falters, because you haven't really accessed that power as much. And um, the power that you are trying to pulse into Crete here um, instead pulses the other way and into this blank room. And you see these runes kind of trickle all over the wall, and center on the door on the far side of the wall and um the door gets stuck where it is you can tell that it's being um being held and crete looks at you and begins to sign um you know i really thought we had a good thing and you left me when i needed you the most and now i'll have my revenge the course of true love never did run smooth, Crete. Beautiful. And with that, we'll switch back to Ray Ray and Sarah. 
you guys run around to what you presume is the door to the backside of covert cutie number one. And it's covered immediately. You see it's covered in sort of um, multicolored little runes. There's just tiny little things. Uh, I'll try to kick it open. <laughs> um, roll shit. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> so you kick this door, and I think this is the, I think this is the magic strength of your uh, gator form against the magic holding the door in place. And you are in the wild, so I'm going to give you minus one, even though your eyes are open now. So is it kick some ass? Minus one? Uh, no, it's just. I'm sorry. This is like a plus. Weird. Oh, I guess what this would be, this is your, um, what is your weird move? I can't remember even. Um, no limits. Yeah, no limits. No limits. It's been so long. Okay. So, uh, yeah, roll no, no limits. limits. Minus one. Yeah. All right. That is not bad. That's a nine. Choose one consequence. You know, I'll suffer one harm. I'll say I kicked it awkwardly. Okay, yeah, these runes um, trickle up your leg and they burn you in little searing pains. And you're going to suffer one harm as the door gives way. I will cut back to Ari briefly because you succeeded immediately, but it would have impeded you for a bit. What do you say to um, to Crete as he approaches you uh, ready to strike you again? Crete, you know that my memories are not intact and that some of them are not even my own. You say that I left you when you needed me most, but I I do not even remember this. Goodfellow took those memories from me. It is only recently that I remembered who you were. You have to believe me, Crete. I, I would not intentionally harm you. If I did, it was... I I was not in control of myself, Crete. I don't want to fight you. I don't want to hurt you. I, I just need to rest. Uh, roll plus charm. Roll manipulate someone. Oh, good. My charm is zero. You've had some bad luck, so maybe you've saved up some good rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, rolled, I rolled snake eyes. Crete, for a second... Looks like he cycles through a few different emotions. And he even maybe starts to sign the name Goodfellow. Or maybe the FAE sign language for, you know, the boss. Like he's about to say something. But then he looks up at you and takes a step back to get ready to charge. And signs... There's no more time for words between us. And the door bursts open, and you see Sarah and Raymond uh, in his gator form. Ray, Ray, please don't kill him. You see Ari on the ground, very wounded, clutching his broken arm, and you see this satyr about to charge up for another headbutt. Uh, what does everybody do? Uh, Ray would like to grab him by the horns and throw him down. Yeah, let's do what we, I feel like we've usually just run, run, rolled a harmless kick some ass here because you're trying to put, put them where you want them and maybe you can do claw damage if you want to, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about that. Cool. I see a six. 
That's eleven. Eleven and oh, and minus one because you're using your gator strength to weird, uh, okay, but still yeah, a ten. So that's a ten. So yeah, choose your extra effect, which is force them where you want them. If yeah, right? I would like to force them where I want them. Uh, yeah. As as you run towards him, he flings an ice spike at you, uh, really quickly that comes out of his a glowing rune in his palm, and it just kind of breaks off of you. It does one harm, so it doesn't harm you through your armor. And you grab his horns and yeah, fling him against the ground. Sarah, what do you do? I think Ray Ray has that under control. I guess I will run to Ari. Sarah, I am starting to believe that Cupid may have been lying to us. <laughs> I yeah, man. Love hurts, but <laughs> Ari is very hurt. Alright. I'm going to try to lay on hands. If I fuck up you die though, should I not? Oh god. Hey, don't fuck up. I'm not gonna fuck up. It's fine. I'm not gonna fuck up. Well, now I'm gonna die, because it's a seven. So you take the harm into yourself? Yep. <laughs> Amazing. You can heal the harm or illness, but you take it into yourself, yeah. So what is that, two harm? Yeah. Oh, thank you. But you feel an aching in your arm, and your... Bone doesn't fully snap like Ari's did, but you feel your bone kind of crack as you Ugh. take this pain, as this lightning um, courses into his arm and back into yours, and you just feel this awful searing pain in your stone arm that has now had a bone within it snap. Um, and yeah, the stone, by the way, is still spreading, and now it's um, across your chest and down towards your hip. Oh, my pelvis? <laughs> yeah, your pelvis. Yeah, it's it's entering your pelvic region. Say, say it, Ian. Say it. It's, ra- it's wrapping around your pelvis like a fresh diaper. I need you, I need you to talk about my wife's pelvis. Oh, my God. Stop. I'm not thinking about it. I'm just saying it. Crete, please stand down. Uh, Crete can't really uh, sign, but... Sure. He does seem resigned to his fate. He knows that he can't um, take the three of you together. I know that right now you must do what you have to do, but if you wish to continue this conversation, you know where to find me. I'm willing to talk. He nods. I'm looking back and forth between the two of you. This is my friend Crete. We trained together at the FAA. Yeah, Katie, you've seen him before. I remember. I just didn't make the connection that they could have been a thing, though. Ah. Uh. <laughs> My personal life is none of your business. <laughs> <gasps> you were so excited to be here. I don't want to hear it. Also, no, I think I'm no. dying. I'm just turning into stone. Are you? Yeah. Sarah, I have seen this injury before. Could I take a look at it? Yeah, please. I don't want to be a rock. Nobody will be a rock today, Sarah. <laughs> Can I try to heal her? Uh, yeah. Roll plus weird. Regular use, use magic. magic is uh, cure disease, neutralize poison. Yeah, that'll work here. Yeah, let me try that. Hopefully, I don't fuck it up. You can't possibly I fuck it up again. One hundred percent. Just rolled snake eyes again. Oh my! Oh fucking my god. god! Um, God, this is ridiculous. So you are just not something's something's 
really messed up with your magic. And you can tell, you can see these runes go uh, across her sto- the stone part of her skin. And you see the wild magic take over. It starts to glow blue as it used to. And the, st- the stone spreads even farther. And now uh, she's going to have to walk like she's got a stick for a leg because uh, oh, her man. leg is, in- is entirely encased in stone. I fucking hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> I hate love. I hate it. So you filter out of this room unless you'd like to stay here forever. No, please take me home. Sarah, I fear we may have to treat that injury at the infirmary. My my skills are no longer useful here, it seems. Sarah, I told you you gotta close your eyes. You got, you got close. Well, I mean, it was. T- I didn't know she was a gorgon until after. <laughs> I told you about Medusa's. It was literally like we did. He I told think us like I think like five episodes four. I was four charmed by Ian talking about her beautiful head wrap. I didn't think what was under the beautiful head wrap. <laughs> that makes sense. Snakes. It's snakes. It's always snakes. It's snakes, Sarah. I was about to say a really horrible joke. What is it? I love jokes. Well, I was just going to say that at least one of us got hard. (laughs) Oh, God. Cupid, are you here? Cupid. Cupid, come out. Ding, ding. All right. I'm moving this. (laughs) I'm moving this. Because of Sarah's bad joke, I'm moving the the scene along. Please. Please. You all filter out of this small room, and Crete uh, runs towards the back uh, to leave. But standing in your way, uh, they fly over from the stage area. You see Cupid. <laughs> oh, I'm just afraid you're not going to be able to leave here today. And he's got his bow with um, a, an arrow notched that has a little heart-shaped arrowhead. And he fires it, uh, fires it into... Ray Ray's chest, and it doesn't do actually. Yeah, it does one harm. Ignore armor. Okay. Uh, I'm actually I'm gonna try to heal that. Can I he- try to heal that? Is that a thing? Yes, yes. But also, you are taken over by this infatuation, and you are no longer allowed to make violent moves toward Cupid. Okay. Well, that's a eight. So I will heal two. Okay. What do y'all do? Cupid, uh, I believe we have solved your puzzles and would like to go home. I really like this little guy. I just can't. (laughs) (laughs) I had a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. It's been a very fun afternoon, but I would like to get back to bed. There's been some questionable decisions made tonight, but I just... (laughs) Something about him just gets... I feel good about him. I want to go home. They notch another arrow and take aim at Ari. I would like to try and use... Can I use Sarah as a conduit instead of my sword to do burn everything? (laughs) (laughs) Like her devil magic? Like how I pulse my magic into the sword to make a big explosion. Oh my god, uh, that magic. sounds insane. I'd like to pulse it uh, and also her like you're going to kill Sarah, but yeah, sure. A big scary lightning bolt at Cupid. Um, Welcome to I... our Valentine's Day special where Ari <laughs> killed Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, 
I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try to pulse my magic into her to ignite her lightning to hit Cupid. Do it. Roll plus well, roll use magic. Uh, that's four on the dice. Plus two. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Sarah, Why? I, I will allow you ten times. I will I will allow you to help out here. I was about to say, can I like do anything <laughs> before I die? Hey, uh, don't hurt my friend. Help out is plus cool. It's a seven. Uh, okay, well then you expose yourself to trouble or danger. Well, so we already fucking knew that. <laughs> he's gonna kill you here. Um, yeah, well then the burn everything works. How much harm does it do? That is three harm, ignore armor, magic, obvious. Okay. So this does quite a beating on Cupid, but remember you can't kill a monster without knowing its weakness. Yeah, um, I just to shut him up for a second. And Sarah, <laughs> you're gonna take one harm as this lightning isn't all your own. All right, I am one away from dying. Super. Ray Ray, if you wouldn't mind uh, holding Cupid steady for a little bit, maybe separating Cupid and their bow and arrow. Ray's going to give Cupid a big, obnoxious hug. (laughs) 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 Okay, roll kick some ass. Hug some ass. Is it kick some ass? Is that what I'm doing? It's kick some ass. You told me I can't attack them. It's not a violent attack. You're not going to do harm, but you're rolling. You're trying to hug them, and they're trying to slap you away. All right. Well, that's a 12. My God. <laughs> what's your extra effect? Oh, what's your... I put them where I want them. Effect. Which no, you is get in an, my bosom. This, this is advanced for you, right? Yes, it is advanced for me. Oh, my God. You completely hold the advantage. <laughs> I want to completely hold the advantage where we okay. just have a beautiful moment. So you give him a giant hug. I give him such a big hug. At first they resist and they try to kind of slap you away. Uh, but then they smile and they kind of nestle on in there. Um, You've shown me so much. I needed to know about <laughs> myself today. Mm-hmm. And I just... I'm going to try to heal Sarah while this is going on. I just Please want do. you to know I, re- I truly appreciate it. Okay, I'm going to roll plus weird. I'm going to try to do this might sting. You better lie. You better just lie. (laughs) Snake eyes. That is, no, I'm not lying. That is eight on the dice plus two is ten. You don't even get a nasty scar. Congratulations. Oh my god. (laughs) Does that stabilize also or just heal? Absolutely not. It just deals three harm. That's fine. better than nothing. Thank thank god. Then, uh, yeah. Sarah, what do you do? I want to use the big whammy on Cupid. Okay. We're having a moment. I I want the (laughs) fuck out of this place. All right, do it. Roll plus weird. Oh, thank God. That is a 12. Awesome. So choose an extra effect. I guess I'll take plus one for it. Um, Yeah, Ray 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 just sort of um, clings... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> clings to this tiny fan. No, I'll say that you you like flung uh you flung Cupid out of Raymond's grasp. So um <laughs> you whammied Cupid down to the ground and Ray Ray uh lost his grip on him. I feel bad for beating up this man, baby. They tried to have all of you killed. I mean, that's true. <laughs> and continues to do so. Sarah, I had him. In my warm embrace. 
I am going to try to rack my memories, both remembered and forgotten, to see if I know anything about how to stop Cupid. Okay, roll investigate a mystery. Five on the dice plus two is seven. Hold one. I'm going to go ahead and ask what can hurt it. You know that this is this is a sprite that embodies uh, love and infatuation and longing. And you know that this is a fae that is uh, very much vulnerable to all of those things. You even saw just now that uh, that that they embraced Ray just as Ray embraced them. Uh, so you get the sense that if you can find a way to endear yourself to them or hit them with one of their own arrows, uh, they will um, fall uh, fall for you and let you go without a hitch. Well, guys, so far, uh, Ray has had all the answers in the Valentine's Day special. <laughs> <laughs> and they look up at Ray Ray and they say, you know, Raymond, you're not that bad. I, You know, I have half a mind to just let you go home if you'll just forget that I tried to hurt you guys. But the other two, <laughs> I'm going to have to do what old King Cold asked me to do. See, now, why did you have to say that? Sarah, if you wouldn't mind uh, procuring one of the sprite's arrows and puncturing him with it, it does not have to be fatal, but it will end this charm. Oh, with her telekinesis, gotcha. I'm going to poke him on the butt. That's hilarious, Sarah. Please do it. (laughs) I'm going to try to telekinesis an arrow. arrow. So you can move with telekinesis, you can move things smaller than a person uh, without without trouble but what you're gonna have to do here is to act under pressure to get it away from them without them uh getting it without them like noticing and taking it back all right minus one i'm so good at act under pressure it's a seven a lot of fucking sevens uh you're going to get it you're gonna get it (laughs) 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 you grab this arrow you grab an arrow from his quiver or from ray's chest whichever one um and it breaks as you grab it with the lightning and you get just the arrow head and so you're going to have a really tough time stabbing him with this thing how tough uh, it depends on what you do in the fiction to try to stab it into. <laughs> but you have an arrowhead, not an arrow. It's shaped like a pretty little heart. Sarah's had enough. I think she's going to try to tackle Cupid to scratch him with this butt-shaped arrowhead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll. Um, <laughs> roll it. Roll attack someone. Roll kick some ass. <laughs> Minus, uh, minus, God, I would never do this. Um, roll <laughs> minus three forward because you're stone and you're working with a tiny little thing. But yeah, you're trying to basically fling your stone, your half stone self at, at this tiny little, little, uh, human creature. Okay, so I have plus one tough, so it's like minus two. Oh. Well, fuck me. <laughs> it's a four with the minus two. Dang. Excuse then, me. yeah. No, it's a, it's a five. It's not any better. <laughs> okay, good. Great. 
So Cupid fires an arrow into your heart and you become infatuated. You take one harm, ignore armor, and you become infatuated with the sprite as they they sort of buzz they sort of buzz around you uh and into the air and you stumble to the ground with your heavy uh shoulder thudding against the studio floor. No, I'm the only uninfatuated one, aren't I? What do you want to do? I would like to um we're we're on the set, right? Yeah, uh you're behind the set. You're in the backstage area. But there's like things. Yeah, there's regular stage stuff. I want to try and trap Cupid, but I want to kind of release a lot of magic into the air around me, just like expel it out and have the things in the room become attracted to Cupid. Like, does that make sense? Okay. If you imagine Cupid becomes like a black hole and everything starts shooting at Cupid from the room. It's fun. It's chaotic. I like it. Roll plus weird. Roll use magic. Let's see how it goes. That is eight on the dice plus two is ten. So basically just putting my hands on the ground and pulsing that green magic through the room where it starts to imbue the tables and chairs and what have you with little runes. And then they all burst with this little green light and start flinging towards Cupid. Yeah, so you do this, and furniture starts to fling towards Cupid, and it presses them into the wall beside the doorway of room number one, where y'all were fighting Crete. And uh, things start to—cables start to fly at him, uh, chairs and tables and and, uh, lighting fixtures and whatnot. One of the other things that flies towards uh, Cupid is one is the little arrowhead that uh, kind of uh, toppled to the ground, rolled along the ground as Sarah uh, missed her shot and hit hard. And it stabs right into them. They look around at you guys. They look down at their chest and they look back up. And they smile. And credits start to roll along the screen as the camera zooms out. And we see the walls of the backstage onto the stage. And then we see the stage itself with the three of you, the four of you really, standing uh, out there behind it. And it continues to zoom out as the music, the theme music plays and the credits roll across the screen and you see the audience applauding. They're standing. This is the best episode of this show that they have ever seen. And then the credits finish rolling, the production credits, and then the last name you see is um, lead producer, uh, Kurt, and it fades to black. (laughs) Good shit, Kurt. And then the logo for the secret the secret ingredient is Love Productions. Uh, pauses on the screen for a while before it fades to black for the post credit scene. Filmed in Georgia, like everything else. <laughs> well, that's my Valentine's Day special. I want to fucking go home now. I want to finish the Return <laughs> of the King, and I want to sleep in my bed. We've been asleep this whole time, Sarah.
Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Except for I'm a fucking rock now. <laughs> and I don't know if you have a big like outro. That was it. Yeah, describe the describe the scene. Take over. Take the reins. All right. Well, tell me I wake up or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next morning, you all wake up in your beds as you. Well, not Sarah. She wakes up on the couch um, <laughs> with the DVD screen menu of Return of the King playing in repeat. <laughs> over and over and over. Uh, but Raymond, you you wake up in your bed, and uh, what do you do? Uh, after all of this, Ray's first instinct is he, he wakes up, he looks around, and he picks up his phone, he just he wants to call Gail, so he's gonna call Gail. Uh, she picks up. Uh, <clears throat> hey, hey there, girl. Uh, Gail, Gail Bird. How how's things out in the big city? You doing all right? Oh yeah, I'm I'm good here. You know how this town gets. The business here. I just I wanted to hear your voice. Wait, you... You saw what? Flubber 2 was real underrated. Oh my god. <laughs> Flubber number 2. <laughs> Did they even get Robin Williams back for that one? No. I don't know. God, oh, why are we... Contestant number 2. Did Robin Williams come back for Flubber 2? No. That's not my question. <laughs> number. <laughs> What's your question for covert cutie number 2? What? <laughs>